0: Section five of the United States. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Piotr Natter, The World's Story, Volume Twelve, The United States, edited by Eva March Section five, Verazzano's letter to the King, 1524. This letter is said to have been written at Dieppe, July 8, 1524 being addressed to king francis i of france this narrative if authentic is the earliest original account of the atlantic coast of the united states the editor i wrote not to your majesty most christian king since the time we suffered the tempest in the north parts of the successes of the four ships which your majesty set forth to discover new lands by the ocean thinking your majesty had been already duly informed thereof now by these presents i will give your majesty to understand how by the violence of the winds we were forced with the two ships the norman and the dolphin in such evil case as they were to land in brittany where after we had repaired them in all points as was needful and armed them very well we took our course along by the coast of spain afterwards with the dolphin alone we determined to make discovery of new countries to prosecute the navigation we had already begun which i purpose at this present to recount to your majesty to make manifest the whole proceeding of the matter the seventeenth of january the year fifteen twenty four by the grace of god we departed from the dishabited rock by the isle of madeira appertaining to the king of portugal with fifty men with victuals weapons and other ship munition very well provided and furnished for eight months and sailing westward with a fair easterly wind in twenty-five days we ran five hundred leagues and the twentieth of february we were overtaken with as sharp and terrible a tempest as ever any sailor suffered whereof with the divine help and merciful assistance of almighty god and the goodness of our ship accompanied with the good hap of her fortunate name we were delivered and with a prosperous wind followed our course west by north and in other twenty-five days we made about four hundred leagues more where we discovered a new land never before seen of any man either ancient or modern probably the south carolina coast and at the first sight it seemed somewhat low but being within a quarter of a league of it we perceived by the great fires that we saw by the sea-coast that it was inhabited and saw that the land stretched to the southwards while we rowed upon that coast partly because it had no harbour and for that we wanted water we sent our boat ashore with twenty-five men where by reason of great and continual waves that beat against the shore being an open coast without succor, none of our men could possibly go ashore without losing our boat we saw there many people which came unto the shore making divers signs of friendship and showing that they were content we should come aland and by trial we found them to be very courteous and gentle as your majesty shall understand by the success to the intent we might send them of our things which the indians commonly desire and esteem as sheets of paper glasses bells and such like trifles we sent a young man one of our mariners ashore and swimming towards them and being within three or four yards of the shore not trusting them cast the things upon the shore Seeking afterwards to return, he was with such violence of the waves beaten upon the shore, that he was so bruised, that he lay there almost dead, which the Indians perceiving ran to catch him, and drawing him out, they carried him a little way off from the sea. The young men, perceiving they carried him, being at the first dismayed, began then greatly to fear, and cried out piteously. Likewise did the Indians, which did accompany him, going about to cheer him, and give him courage. And then, setting him on the ground at the foot of a little hill against the sun, began to behold him with great admiration, marvelling at the whiteness of his flesh. And putting off his clothes, they made him warm at a great fire, not without our great fear, which remained in the boat, that they would have roasted him in that fire and have eaten him. The young man, having recovered his strength, and having stayed a while with them, showed them by signs that he was desirous to return to the ship and they with great love clapping him fast about with many embracings accompanying him unto the sea and to put him in more assurance leaving him alone went unto a high ground and stood there beholding him until he was entered into the boat this young man observed as we did also that these are of colour inclining to black as the others were with their flesh very shining of mean stature handsome visage and delicate limbs and of very little strength but of prompt wit farther we observed not departing from hence following the shore which trended somewhat towards the north in fifty leagues space we came to another land which showed much more fair and full of woods being very great where we rode at anchor and that we might have some knowledge thereof we sent twenty men a land which entered into the country about two leagues and they found that the people were fled to the woods for fear they saw only one old woman with a young maid of eighteen or twenty years old which seeing our company hid themselves in the grass for fear the old woman carried two infants on her shoulders and behind her neck a child of eight years old the young woman was laden likewise with as many but when our men came unto them the old woman made signs that the men were fled into the woods as soon as they saw us to quiet them, and to win their favour, our men gave them such victuals as they had with them to eat, which the old woman received thankfully, but the young woman disdained them all, and threw them scornfully on the ground. They took a child from the old woman to bring into France, and going about to take the young woman, who was very beautiful, and of tall stature, could not possibly, for the great outcries that she made, bring her to the sea, and especially having great woods to pass through, and being far from the ship, we purposed to leave her behind, bearing away the child only. We find these folks to be more white than those that we found before, being clad with certain leaves that hang on the boughs of trees, which they sew together with threads of wild hemp. Their heads were trussed up after the same manner as the former were. Their ordinary food is of pulse, whereof they have great store, differing in color and taste from ours, of good and pleasant taste moreover they live by fishing and fowling which they take with gins and boughs made of hard wood the arrows of canes being headed with the bones of fish and other beasts the beasts in these parts are much wilder than in our europe by reason they are continually chased and hunted we saw many of their boats made of one tree twenty feet long and four feet broad which are not made of iron or stone or any other kind of metal because that in all this country for the space of two hundred leagues which we ran we never saw one stone of any sort they help themselves with fire burning so much of the tree as is sufficient for the hollowness of the boat the like they do in making the stern and forepart until it be fit to sail upon the sea and we came to another land being fifteen leagues distant from the island where we found a passing good haven wherein being entered we found about twenty small boats of the people which with divers cries and wanderings came about our ship coming no nearer than fifty paces towards us they stayed and beheld the artificialness of our ship our shape and apparel that they all made a loud shout together declaring that they rejoiced when we had something animated them using their gestures they came so near us that we cast them certain bells and glasses and many toys which when they had received they looked on them with laughing and came without fear aboard our ship there were amongst these people two kings of so goodly stature and shape as is possible to declare the eldest was about forty years of age the second was a young man of twenty years old their apparel was of this manner the elder had on his naked body a hard skin wrought artificially with divers branches like damask his head was bare with the hair tied up behind with divers knots About his neck he had a large chain, garnished with diverse stones of sundry colors. The young man was almost apparelled after the same manner. This is the goodliest people, and of the fairest conditions that we have found in this our voyage. They exceed us in bigness. They are of the color of brass, some of them incline more to whiteness, others are of a yellow color, of comely visage, with long and black hair, which they are very careful to trim and deck up there are also of them which wear on their arms very rich skins of leopards they adorn their heads with divers ornaments made of their own hair which hangs down before on both sides their breasts others use other kind of dressing themselves like unto the women of egypt and syria these are of the elder sort and when they are married they wear divers toys according to the usage of the people of the east as well men as women among whom we saw many plates of wrought copper which they esteem more than the gold which for the colour they make no account of for that among all other it is counted the basest they make the most account of azure and red the things that they esteemed most of all those which we gave them were bells crystal of azure colour and other toys to hang at their ears or about their neck they did not desire cloth of silk or gold much less of any other sort neither cared they for things made of steel and iron which we often showed them in our armour which they made no wonder at and in beholding them they only asked the art of making them the like they did at our glasses which when they beheld they suddenly laughed and gave them us again and oftentimes one of the two kings coming with his queen and many gentlemen for their pleasure to see us they all stayed on the shore two hundred paces from us sending a small boat to give us intelligence of their coming saying they would come to see our ship this they did in token of safety and as soon as they had answer from us they came immediately and having stayed a while to behold us they wondered at hearing the cries and noise of the mariners the queen and her maids stayed in a very light boat at an island a quarter of a league off while the king abode a long space in our ship uttering divers conceits with gestures viewing with great admiration all the furniture of the ship demanding the property of every thing particularly he took likewise great pleasure in beholding our apparel and in tasting our meals and so courteously taking his leave departed and sometimes our men staying for two or three days on a little island near the ship for divers necessaries as it is the use of seamen, he returned with seven or eight of his gentlemen to see what we did, and asked of us oftentimes if we meant to make any long abode there, offering us of their provisions. Then the king, drawing his bow and running up and down with his gentlemen, made much sport to gratify our men. We found another land, note probably maine and high, full of thick woods the trees whereof were firs cypresses and such like as are wont to grow in cold countries the people differ much from the other and look how much the former seemed to be courteous and gentle so much were these full of rudeness and ill manners and so barbarous that by no signs that ever we could make we could have any kind of traffic with them they clothed themselves with bears skins and leopards and seals and other beasts skins their food as far as we could perceive repairing often unto their dwellings we suppose to be by hunting and fishing and of certain fruits which are a kind of roots which the earth yieldeth of her own accord they have no grain neither saw we any kind or sign of tillage neither is the land for the barrenness thereof apt to bear fruit or seed if at any time we desired by exchange to have any of their commodities they used to come to the seashore upon certain craggy rocks and we standing in our boats they let down with a rope what it pleased them to give us crying continually that we should not approach to the land demanding immediately the exchange taking nothing but knives fish-hooks and tools to cut withal neither did they make any account of our courtesy and when we had nothing left to exchange with them when we departed from them the people showed all signs of discourtesy and disdain as was possible for any creature to invent we were in despite of them two or three leagues within the land being in number twenty-five armed men of us and when we went on shore they shot at us with their bows making great outcries and afterwards fled into the woods Having now spent all our provisions and victuals, and having discovered about 700 leagues and more of new countries, and being furnished with water and wood, we concluded to return into France. End of section 5. This recording is in the public domain.